This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts now. All right, good morning, good afternoon, good day. And this is Morning Breath. However you're getting this today, we are excited that you're with us. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of our show with us. I'm Pastor Brian. I'm uh, sitting in today for uh, Pastor Dan, and I have co-host here, and I have studio engineer here. I have um, as my co-host today, Christian Hurston. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Excited to be here as always. Yeah, right it's on. a great day. Thanks for coming in, being here with me. And we have uh, studio extraordinaire over here, Nick Clemenson. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. All right, buddy. Thanks for being here. And uh, did I butcher your name? I think last time I didn't do it well. So how are we doing there? No, you did good. Why don't you pronounce good? pronounce your name for the whole world to hear it, like uh, like you're somebody like serious. Let's go. For sure. Okay, uh, Nicholas Sean Clementson. Dude, nice. dude, that sounds like running from air. Serious. <laughs> I put a sign in my yard. Yeah, oh dude, what gosh. are you gonna run for? Uh, I have no idea. All right. Well, when you think about it, you tell me. We'll get a sign in the yard. Yeah, I'll let you know. I have a sign in the yard right now. I mean, we'll change the name on it, and we'll be good to go. Yeah, be solid. Anyway, uh, good morning, and. Uh, just hanging out, hanging out in the studio, and uh, this is Morning Breath. It is a drive time or any time devotion, sure yep. to jumpstart your day. It is podcast. It is radio show. It is really built to uh, get the Word of God into your life, and so hopefully it's doing that for you. If this is your very first time tuning in, thanks for doing it. Thanks for uh, checking out um, all things Morning Breath, and I'm going to kick it over to Christian. Would you tell us how to get on board with the show, tell people how to get connected to where we're at in the chapters and all that? Absolutely. So today we're going to be in Romans 2. It's exciting. I'm sad to be moving on from Acts. It was so good, but here we are in Romans, which is an amazing book. The easiest way to be able to stay connected is on our East Coast app or on our website, which is eccc.us. That's eccc.us. You can go on there and get information about morning breath schedule, listen to past recordings. If you want to stay up to what's going on with East Coast, you can get future events and find out, you know, really what we're doing in the community. Also on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, we'd love for you to be able to stay connected. You can also call the church offices at 321 452 1060, and we would love to mail or email out a devotion guide so you can stay connected. Yeah, right on. Thanks for, um, you know, thanks for just tuning in. Like, it, it's it's something special happens when we get in the Word of God together. Yeah. You know, I, I do believe this. I believe we're better together. Like, it's great when I do a, a devotion by myself, but, you know, I do some other reading plans together with some other guys, and, you know, just the group and the um, the synergy or the, I guess, the congruence maybe of us doing life alongside yeah. each other, even if we're not in the same house or in the same city, even yeah. being able to look at the Word of God together. And so it's an honor to do this with you. Thanks for tuning in and being part of our show today. And, you know, we do want to say, you know, we're still in this season of uh, coronavirus, and, you know, we're believing for health across our community and across our uh, the planet really there's uh, you know people suffering and and, uh, and really hurting out there and we're just happy to be right in the midst of it preaching the word of god and we know that the word of god is what um, what brings peace and what brings comfort and what brings health and life and so we're believing that today for you out there and uh thanks for doing it if you're looking for weekend services we would just uh, recommend check out our website check out our our social media for that as well we are an outreach ministry of east coast christian center and we've got campuses across our community and we're trying to figure out how to re-enter into live services and all that and we're 
we're just believing God for that whole process to, to roll out. And your best bet is to check our website and to check yeah. our social media as we do that. So, yeah, and this has been an exciting time of outreach, honestly, is that we've been empowering our church members and asking them for feedback and ways to be able to reach the community in new ways. We've had people volunteering. Is One of the things I'm really passionate about is that we've done teacher appreciation at Vieira High School, Merritt Island High, and we've got Edgewood coming up. And we've been doing outreaches to the hospital and to a batter women's shelter and, you know, a lot of different things that it's really cool. And I think it gives people something to be able to feel like I'm involved. I'm connected. I'm, I'm empowered to be able to make a difference. Cause right now we could feel a bit helpless, yeah. but when you're like, I can put my hands to something and bless someone else, it's really a powerful thing right now. Yeah. Right on. We're going to, uh, we're going to get into the chapter. We're in Romans chapter two today. And, um, this is a, you know, I don't know, we got 39 or sorry, 29 verses today. Yep. And, um, I don't know. We're uh, kind of just starting out this book, and it's uh, it's good stuff. So I'm in the New Living Translation today. What do you have over there, Christian? Today I'm reading the message. I'm normally NLT, and I read it a bunch of times, but man, the message just popped off the pages. I couldn't couldn't not do that. Let's go. I'm excited to see it. Um, so I'm going to get you started. Uh, you're going to read through, I think you have a break at 17. So you're going to read through 16. I'll pick it up in 17. I say unto you, read, sir. Those people are on a dark spiral downward. But if you think that leaves you on a high ground where you can point your finger at others, think again. Every time you criticize someone, you condemn yourself. It takes one to know one. Judgmental criticism of others is a well-known way of escaping detection in your own crimes and misdemeanors. But God isn't so easily diverted. He sees right through all such smoke screens and holds you to what you've done. You don't think, did you, that just by pointing your finger at others, you would distract God from seeing all your misdoings and from coming down on you so hard? Or did you think that because he's such a nice God, he lets you off the hook? Better think this one through from the beginning. God is kind, but he's not soft. In kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. You're not getting by with everything. Every refusal and avoidance of God adds fuel to the fire. The day is coming when it's going to blaze hot and high. God's fiery and righteous judgment. Make no mistake, in the end, you get what's coming to you. Real life for those who work on God's side. But to those who insist on getting their own way and take the path of least resistance, fire. If you go against the grain, you get splinters, regardless of which neighborhood you're from, what your parents taught you, what school you attended. But if you embrace the way God does things, there are wonderful payoffs. Again, without regard to where you're from or how you were brought up. Being a Jew won't give you an automatic stamp of approval. God pays no attention to what others say or what you think about you. He makes up his own mind. If you sin without knowing what you're doing, God takes that into account. But if you sin knowing full well what you're doing, that's a different story entirely. Merely hearing God's law is a waste of your time if you don't do what he commands. Doing, not hearing, is what makes the difference with God. When outside, when outsiders who have never heard of God's law follow it more or less by instinct, they confirm its truth by their obedience. They show that God's law is not something alien imposed on us from without, but woven into the very fabric of our creation. There's something deep within them that echoes God's yes and no, right and wrong. Their response to God's yes and no will become public knowledge on the day God makes his final decision about every man and woman. The message from God that I proclaim through Jesus Christ takes into account all these differences. Right on. New Living Translation, verse 17, Romans 2. 
Uh, you who call yourself Jews are relying on God's law, and you boast about your special relationship with him. You know that he wa- you know what he wants, you know what is right, because you have, you've been taught his law. You are convinced that you are a guide for the blind and a light for the people who are in darkness. You think you can instruct the ignorant and teach children the ways of God. For you are certain, for you are certain that God's law gives you complete knowledge and truth. Well then, if you teach others, why don't you teach yourself? You tell others not to steal, but do you steal? You say it is wrong to commit adultery, but do you commit adultery? You condemn idolatry, idolatry, but do you use items stolen from pagan temples? You are so proud knowing the law, but you dishonor God by breaking it. No wonder the scriptures say that Gentiles blaspheme the name of God because of you. The Jewish ceremony of circumcision has value only if you obey God's law. But if you don't obey God's law, you're no better off than an uncircumcised Gentile. And if the Gentiles obey God's law, won't God declare them to be his own people? In fact, uncircumcised Gentiles who keep God's law will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law, but don't obey it. For you are not a true Jew just because you were born of Jewish parents or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God, and the true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is a change of heart produced by the Spirit, and a person who with a changed heart seeks praise from God, not from people. Amen. Awesome. So we got a, um, you know, this is really just kind of the starting out of a kind of a painting a picture yeah. to, to, a, to a people group of, you know, that there is a desperate need for the Spirit of God, that there's yep. a desperate need for the law is never going to be enough. The law is, was not really meant to be enough. And you're not, you can't get there no matter how hard you try and how hard you work and how great it looks on the outside and how whitewashed you might become. And, you know, there's very, there's some challenging things here. And it's a very pointed, I guess, like, uh, I don't know, it's a, it's a very pointed argument yeah. to the Jew right now, right? Yeah. It's going, hey, listen, you're no better off, dude. Like, you're no better off because you know you still fall short. Yeah. You know, whether you didn't know and you still fall short, you're in the same, you're in the same category, maybe even worse because you knew better, right? And so, um, I don't know, there's some challenging things in here. I guess I would, uh, I would li- just lay it up for you to go, hey, what, what stuck out to you, Christian? I, there's plenty of things I could share here. Absolutely. Um, but I'd love to hear your heart, and you know, part of the show is you know, the, the synergy that comes there. So yeah, for tell, sure. us, tell us what stuck out to you. Yeah, so I'm thinking about the, the idea here of this is the Roman road, as Paul kind of takes us down this walk of salvation, and this is a heavy chapter. If you just picked up the Bible sure. for the first time ever, say, hey, Brian, you're a brand-new believer. You got saved yesterday. Read Romans 2. You're like, oh, ooh, gut punch, hard, hard. But you realize that he's really painting a picture to say, we need a savior. And if you try to do it on your own, you're not going to be able to do it. Here's a culture, and Paul was the big one in this, of saying, hey, I'm a Pharisee of Pharisees. I follow the strictest of the law. But he realized his depravity in that, that he can't do it on his own in all of these natural things. But really, we need a savior. And it it points out more than anything that it comes down to a heart issue and a relationship. Is Jesus was not quick to criticize sinners, but he did criticize those people who put up these airs like they had it all together. He, You talked about being whitewashed. As he called them whitewashed tombs to where it looks beautiful on the outside, but they're dead bones on the inside. And I think it's interesting that we, we do a Bible study here at East Coast called Freedom, and it takes you through a 12-week course. And it really points out in the beginning of Genesis that when the devil can't get us with sin, he'll get us with religion yeah. and trying to get everything perfect. And that's where this points out. You'll try to 
follow all of the law, you'll think that because you're born into this ethnicity or because you're circumcised, you've got it. But he goes, no, it's really having a relationship and following Jesus. And there's so much freedom that comes as we come through Romans to not just stop here, but to read the whole picture and see it. And I'm like, oh man, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Getting excited to see what God has. You know, I, um, as you share that, I, I think of a leadership thought that, um, that I, I don't know who somebody, somebody smarter than me wrote, but, um, you know, that the, that the enemy of great is good. Yeah. And, you know, this can carry over into our spiritual walk is yeah. that, you know, we, we're good, you know, I, I know what to do and, you know, it's, it's not really that bad. And, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know, maybe a little gray or, you know, something yeah. along those lines in our, in our walk with Christ. And, you know, I, I think there's a, there's a picture being painted here about being all in and yeah. going, you know what, whether you know or you don't know, whether you are, you know, I mean, there's there's some in here about people who've never heard the gospel and never heard the truth, but yet they still have the 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 thing on the inside, and they've been born with a desire. They've been born with a sense of right and wrong, and uh, you know that's the you know in the in the heart of man, there's there's something born to know God. Like we're created in His image, and so yeah. there's clearly some some design things on the inside of us to to kind of wrestle through to go, God, who are you, and what is my purpose here, and all the plans that God has for us to discover those things, and so. If we get stale, whatever the story might be, whether we barely know anything, whether we've been walking with Christ a long time, but we're getting a little bit stale in our in our walk with Christ, mm-hmm. we need to crank it up a bit. Yeah. You know, we need to dig in and go. You know, let's not just be good. Like, yeah. you know, I think Andrew Womack said, "What what great is it to be the you know the 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 best sinner in in heaven? You know, like yeah. um, or the or the worst sinner. You know, the worst sinner in heaven. I think is what he said. Something along those lines is like, you know what." I don't want to just barely skate in. I don't yeah. want to just get fire insurance for heaven yeah. one day. You know, I think there's a real life-giving relation with Christ to be lived out. And if it's all about rules and law and what you can and cannot do, that's not what the that's not what relationship with Christ was designed designed to be. That it was designed to walk in the cool of the day, like you're talking about in Genesis. Like the very relationship and intimacy that we can have with Christ is such a powerful thing. And when we sell short of that, when we come short of that, and we think we've got it together because we know and. And I, I've been walking with Christ since 98, and so we're talking 22 years, you know, at this yeah. point, that I could get very comfortable at times, and I don't want to be comfortable. I, I'm actually doing a different Bible reading plan about, you know, some dangerous prayers and praying some things. God, search me and know me. Yeah, like, cool. know every anxious thought in me. That's a scary prayer to pray yeah. on some level to go, man, what in me, God, do you still want to work on? Yeah. What in me do you want to dig into? And I would challenge you out there today, whether you are, and as it says in here, whether you were born of a certain line or a certain tribe, that doesn't qualify you. The qualifications are that you're hungry and you continue to grow. Keep growing, you know. And you know what? If you've been if you've been stagnant a bit, you know what? Today's the day. Dig back in, you know. You aren't disqualified because you got a little comfortable, you know. And I'm not saying do be radically crazy all the no. time. No, just be faithfully digging in and let's go. And that's what the show's about is to give you an opportunity to, to continue to renew your mind to the Word of God, continue to dig in and to just be maybe radical enough to just on a daily basis dig in and go, hey, God, what do you have for me today? What do you want to speak to me about today? And what happens is growth happens, and you'll look back and go, man, how did I get here? How did we get this? Wow. Look, yeah. at, look at the goodness of God in the land of living. And so I don't know. that that It's just a powerful thought to keep digging in. That is cool. I, I love the message here in verse 3 and 4. It says, you didn't think, did you, that just by pointing your finger at others, you distract God from seeing all your misdoings and from coming down on you hard. Oh, yeah. It's interesting about how the world can be so critical. I think especially in this time of, of internet and social media empowers people to be way more bold than they would ever be. But when we create 
criticize, it's just so destructive to ourselves. When we're looking at people through that vantage point, instead of believing the best, and I love Pastor Dan shared this a couple of weeks ago for our service, is that there's grace for the space between kind of expectation and what happens, and that we can extend that to other people. That when we look at people with that grace to think, you know what? I blow it sometimes too. Even with my best intentions, I don't always hit the mark and I mess up and I fall short, but God has grace for me and I can have grace for other people. And to be able to extend that and to not just be trying to criticize someone else, because it can be very easy to kind of puff yourself up. And we've all done it before as you think, hey, maybe I I messed up, but at least I didn't do that. You know, you even, I'm I'm funny, this is terrible. You helped me with this in my life. But I can look at other people sometimes and I'm like noticing that at one point I thought I had the worst yard in the neighborhood. And I was like kind of beating myself up. (laughs) But all of this walking we've been doing through the quarantine, we've been walking like, oh man, I'm only like the seventh worst yard. (laughs) And I I suddenly felt better. I'm like, man, my, my mulch is looking pretty good. My grass is doing better. I was like, praise the Lord. And it's so silly and stupid. But we will compare and look at other people and then feel better. It's like, no, I still need to take care of those weeds in my yard. Like, I got a dead palm tree that froze over winter that I got to deal with. You know, (laughs) it's some real issues going on that there's some roots that need to be dug up. Instead of just looking at someone else, I need to take care of my own issues and my problems and not just compare. It's It's a destructive thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's right here in 22, 23, 24. It says you say it's wrong to commit adultery, but do you commit adultery? And it's not about like, you know, the nth degree. It's like there's always a great challenge that yeah. it's a heart issue. And I, that's what this picture is painting is that it, there's there's nothing behaviorally that we could do to, quote unquote, get right with God. Yeah. It's a heart issue. And all the behavioral law, you know, all the all the training things and the equipping things on the on the exterior, all those are good. None of those are bad, but they can't be the only thing, yep. right? Those are things that are supposed to be guardrails in your life and yep. not actually supposed to be like the only thing in your life, right? Yep. And so I, I, I like the challenge. I, I, I mean, as much as this is pretty pointed, I, I, I kind of like that my personality is, you know, is pointed. Come on, hit me and let's go. Like, yeah. let, t- tell me where I'm wrong and let me fix it, yeah. you know? Because if I don't know, it's hard for me to fix it. I, they're all of us. And I think, you know, out there you might t- say today, you know, I, I'm not sure if there's an area or you might... I doubt that you have to think very hard to find an area of your own life if you really look introspectively of where you've kind of just kind of left that over there. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, man, God, don't get into that. Like, whether that's your, you know, your finances or your relationships or, you know, your comparison things like you were just sharing, maybe your social media, maybe what, there's a lot of areas in our lives yeah. that we can just kind of tuck aside and go, well, that that's okay. It's safe over there. That's, you know, it's safe. It's comfortable. It's all these things. And I think God's today going, hey, let me let me get into that. Are you are you bold enough to let me just get in there? Would you just crack the door enough to let yeah. me get in there? Because it doesn't matter how big of an issue it is or how little of an issue it is. God wants to do life on every area with you that way. And so yeah. that challenge that, you know, in like 29, it says, no, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God. Yeah. And true circumcision, which is another exterior thing, is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it's a change of heart produced by sin or produced by the Spirit, I'm sorry, and a, and a person who has changed heart um, seeks praise from God, not from people. I want to live in that line. I mm-hmm. want to live in that. And a person who is with a changed heart seeks praise from God and not from people. And that could be challenging, especially yeah. when you, you know, w- 
when you're involved, like in my history, my past was I was an athlete and my numbers judged me. Like oh, yeah. if I was good or bad, it was based on a ERA or strikeouts per innings or walks. It was on paper and it was a label and it was there and everyone could see it. I mean, to the newspaper at times and to the yeah. internet, you're, you are ranked by those things, you know? And so I can get bent towards production side like what am i producing what yeah. are, what does the output look like in my life and what does the exterior look like and and seek praises from the exterior versus going you know what i want to honor god i want i want god to say one day well done good and faithful servant yeah. that should be the thing we play the game for whatever this whole game of 100 years or 90 years or 70 years or 120 years you get on this planet we should do this thing for the praise of god and not from people and so it's challenging, though. That's a real thing in the culture we live in today to go, hey, God, help me to do this. Help me to, to live, to hear your well done and not live for everyone else's well yeah. done, especially if that's how you receive love or you've understood love is that you need to hear someone to tell you all the time, hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, I love when you did this or I love when you did that. Um, if you need that and you're hungry for that, Maybe ask God, how do you, how do I settle into what you say about me versus yeah. what someone else says about you? Yeah. And the people who say those things, we're always, you know, we got to be careful who who we're living to please, whether that's a boss, whether that's a spouse, whether that's a, a parent, whether that's a, you know, colleague, who, who knows? There's a lot of people out there that we could live to um, live to please instead of going, you know what, God, I want to honor you. And the law could very, very much be those things in our lives. It, it may not be a thou shalt not that we're trying to live up to, but it might be a different thing, a yeah, different standard. Yeah, the approval of a person, for yeah. sure. And that, those can be just as heavy because you can't live under that. If you want to live under that, that's going to be a heavy yoke you put yourself on, yeah. and you got to get free of that stuff. And so I would say to you, maybe ask God today, God, is there a yoke? Is there a law? Is there a, a weight that I'm living under that I'm not supposed to? Who have you given weight to in your life that shouldn't have it? Let God have that weight in that yeah. place in your life to say, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna honor, and I'm gonna please him in that area. And that could be with your giving. That could be with your, you know, your social media. That could be with a lot of things. Just please God. Just honor God. That'll be more than enough. You yeah, know? that's cool. You hinted to this before on verse 14. It says, "When outsiders who have never heard of God's law follow it, more or less by instinct, they confirm its truth by their obedience." And I think that this is an important concept: is God has put eternity into the heart of man, is that every one of us have a desire to know God at a deeper level, even when you don't realize that. I heard a really cool story just this last weekend about a young guy who was kind of looking for God, but he didn't know it, yeah. is he was researching and wanting to know more, and he ended up meeting a girl who brought him to East Coast and right. really got him turned on, and he's a, a believer now, and he didn't know what he was looking for, but he knew he was drawn to something more. Cool. And so he was kind of starting to dig out truths and then God brought a person across. And so if you're listening on the radio or you know someone in your family that's not close to God in a way that maybe we're talking about, just know that God put that inside of you. There's a want to, to be, you know, connected with God. And you can have that same kind of intimacy and relationship is God wants to be able to, to talk with you and have fellowship and to be able to bring you peace. As the Bible says, he's the prince of peace. As he gives us the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. That's what we want to have. And to be able to have that relationship, not to just not know, like, what am I here for? That's a scary feeling to be yeah. like, what is this life about? What, you know, having no meaning and feeling aimless, that would be such a scary place. But to know that God has a plan and a purpose for you specifically in 2020, you're not here by accident. Is God predestined for you to be here and has a plan for your life? And it encourages me to just know he knew me before I was even born. Well, that's good. 
You know, in this season, especially where we have more seemingly free time that is to do with it what we want to do yeah. with it, even if we can't do everything we want to do, you know, um, we have a lot of maybe more quiet in our lives today than, yeah. you know, some of the busy that we can get ourselves into at other seasons. And so maybe in this season you would say, God, what is what is this all about? What, what do you want to use me to do? And, you know, going back to when, when we get into this, some different rhythm, which will be the new norm, maybe maybe your new norm would have some rhythms of maybe serving some other people, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe the, the burden that you've had is trying to add up to something or live up to something in your own strength instead of going, you know what, I want to serve some people. I want to do some things to honor some other people and see what God could do when I lift some other people up, yeah. you know, and in that process, God can do an incredible thing in your own life and it could really challenge, you know, who you are and you'll find purpose and value beyond your years, beyond Absolutely. anything you've ever known. And, um, you know, we have opportunities around East Coast for you to serve. Like, I mean, literally right now, as we're recording this show, there's a food pantry going on out there that is just, I mean... Parking lot hopping, stacked. Hopping. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're giving away hundreds of thousands yeah. of pounds of food. I think in the last eight, nine, ten weeks, it's been over 100, maybe 150,000 pounds of food. Yeah. It's a lot of food that there are people that it takes to load that, to unload that, to distribute that. There's a lot going on. That's just one thing. And there's a couple times a week that that could happen. And so, I don't know, pray about it. Pray about what your place would be that way. God bless you guys. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321 321- 783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior. We offer free estimates and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, the Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Morning Breath. All right, welcome back. I wanted to uh, just maybe share one little last thing that uh, you hit on a bit about being critical and um, just the danger of, you know, being critical of somebody else's flaws. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's a super dangerous thing. You know, we there's a great story in the New Testament about Mary and Martha and being critical of each other's place, you know, and Jesus came to the house mm-hmm. and one's sitting at his feet and one's over there working and doing. And um, there's a picture of, you know, kind of just being critical about somebody else's worship and how are you, how is somebody else getting to God? We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, call it worship, call it getting to God, calling it um, intimacy with God, closeness with God. How are others doing that? And you know what I would say to you today? I would say, you know what? Looking at somebody else's worship or attempt to you know, approach God in a, in a sense of being close to God and growing in their walk with God, for one person, it might be a chapter a day. For another person, it might be a verse a day. For another person, it might be soaking in some worship for 30 minutes or an hour or something. Yeah. And you know what? How I get to God in the sense of reading my, reading my Bible, going out for a walk and talking to God, like these things for me are what I feel like the Spirit of God has led me to, right, in that process. And so I would just challenge you, let's not be critical of what someone else isn't doing, and let's ramp up what we are doing in the sense of how are we doing it with a heart towards God and not towards a bunch of behaviors. And so um, thanks for tuning in today, and uh, let's dig in. Let's, let's grow. Let's be people who are growing today. All right. Have a great day, guys. God bless you guys. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day.